I'm Julie Beckham, the Financial Education Officer at Rockland Trust, and this is the No Shame in This Money Game's Mini Money Minutes. Why Mini Money Minutes? First of all, you're busy and you want your info fast. Secondly, who doesn't love many things? In fact, human beings love many things so much that our brains actually release dopamine when we see cute little things. For real, we actually derive satisfaction from many things because we view them as less threatening. So, if we are less threatened by many things, and many things can actually make us happy, what if we learn about money through many money minutes? Let's go. Today's bite sized mini money minute FSAs and HSAs. If you happen to work for a company that provides health insurance, open enrollment might feel like open season for acronyms. You just figured out the difference between PPOs and HMOs, and now you have to learn about FSAs, HSAs, OMG. Here's a quick guide so you don't miss an opportunity to save some money on what is probably one of your most expensive annual costs, healthcare. Let's tackle HSAs first. An HSA is a health savings account, and you are only eligible to have one of these if you have a high-deductible health care plan. If you're confused about deductibles, listen to the podcast right before this one. If you do have one of those HDHPs, high-deductible health care plans, I know, another acronym, you can contribute up to $3,650 per individual or $7,300 per family annually to your HSA to pay for medical expenses. These numbers are for 2022. This is advantageous to you because you can use pre-tax dollars to fund your HSA. So yes, you are saving money because that money will never be taxed. Plus, money you put in your HSA doesn't expire and it's yours, meaning you keep it if you change or lose your job. Another fun fact about HSAs that less than 10% of Americans take advantage of is that you can actually invest the money in your HSA and that money can grow tax-free. So your HSA can actually be more than a savings account, it can actually be an investment tool. Of course, the reason an HSA exists is to pay for healthcare expenses, so even though it is your money, you do need to use your HSA on qualified health expenses. FSAs, or flexible spending accounts, are a great option if you're the type who loves a good coupon or friends and family discount. Basically, you allocate a percentage or amount of your paycheck to your FSA, $2,850 is the annual limit for 2022, and you can use those funds on qualified medical expenses from band-aids to body scans, dentures to diapers. And because you're using pre-tax money to fund your FSA, you are saving money. But read the fine print. FSAs have rules on how much or, if you can, roll over any unused money over to the next calendar year. Confession time, those thermometers, toothbrushes, and heating pads were not from Santa. If you have an HSA, you can also have an FSA, but the reverse is not always true. Again, HSAs are only for those who have HDHPs. Say that five times fast. There are new acronyms emerging every year, but now you know two of them, FSAs and HSAs. They have different rules, limits, and qualifications, but both allow you to use pre-tax money to help pay for out-of-pocket medical expenses. The No Shame in This Money Game podcast will return with some more bite-sized mini money minutes. Until then, keep listening and keep learning with Rockland Trust, member FDIC, the bank where each relationship matters because we want you to have a healthy relationship with money at any age.